All right, welcome to the Sports Ethos Los Angeles Chargers podcast. I'm here as always with Shane and Brandon on a Sunday. How are you guys? Excellent. How are you? I'm not too bad, boys. How are we feeling? Good, good. Good, good. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, Brandon, uh, you start us off. Josh Dubs' luck ran out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, it's, it's, not, it's not that he had a bad game, but... I mean, you know, the other weeks, I mean, it's pretty clear to see, like, he, he's just doing what he needs to to win. Uh, but uh, with the way, like, Russell Wilson's played in the past, like, almost month, and with the way just the Broncos in general have kind of played, like, they, they've, you know, risen from the dead. Um, and Josh Dobbs, I like him. Like, we, we, we said it. How many times have we said it? Like, he's fun to watch, but... And he does fit this team better than Kirk Cousins would, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> as funny as that but, is. <laughs> but, but, at this, but, at the, but at the same time, it's still the same old, you know, Minnesota Vikings football. Like, you know, you're right there close to winning it, and then, uh, you just can't seal the deal. Um, So, like, nothing with this team changes because of the quarterback. They just play slight. Like, it's weird. Nothing changes, right? They play fun. That's yeah. It. It's it's more energy and more fun, but the the outcome stays the same. So that's that's really what the Vikings are, and that's what they are with Josh Dobbs. They're just more fun. They're a little more electric, a little more bounce. Dobbs obviously, you know, younger, more spry. We so we know what that is, and that's what makes it fun for us to watch. I mean, he's doing a, a decent job for what he is, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's not going to translate to a ton of wins. But you know, and that's what we saw tonight. They they lost by one. It was a, you know twenty one twenty final score. Uh, Russell Wilson for the past month or so has kind of turned into vintage Russell Wilson. Um, a little bit. I'm not fully there yet. Yeah, yeah. No, not not fully, not fully there yet. But but for but for how far he, off he looks more like he did as yeah. opposed to last year. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say for more. Well, for as hard, as hard as he's fallen off, this is the best he's looked in like what two years, if not a little more. Yeah. So two years for yeah. Sure. So so that's where. You know my my thought process is going, but yeah, that that's that's pretty much my take on this entire game. Like, cause there just wasn't a whole lot going on really from what I saw. So, um, that's it for me really on that. I I I look at it and go, bro, you you can't like this team still doesn't know how to throw five yard out routes. This, <laughs> like like straight up, you got blitzed all night and you didn't even know how to throw an out. You just threw to the middle to T.J. Hawkinson all night. Shane, your thoughts? Yeah, it's, I mean, I think part of it too might be, you know, it might be a quarterback concern. They're still not totally sure how they feel about Dobbs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. you know, part of that too is that they don't really have, you know, they don't really have their top guy right now because the whole Jefferson thing and then not really having like a super solid two. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Brandon said, at the end of the day, it's, it's the Vikings. Yeah. I, uh, speaking of bad football. So I had, so now, so remember how I had like a list of uh, the, I'm tired of you list. Yeah. Right. I have a new yep. tier. I have the fuck off list. And we're going to talk about two teams that are now on the fuck off list. First team on the fuck off list, 
The team we're, we, that we're supposed to cover every week, the LA Chargers. Fuck off. <laughs> Honestly, fuck off. Like, you, you can't, like, are, are you are you In particular the coach. Are you kidding me, Brandon yeah. Staley? Are you kidding me? You have no merit. None. To talk about, oh, yeah, I should still be the defensive play caller. Are you seeing what you're doing with your defense? Are you watching it? You let Jordan Love go off today. Jordan Love had the best game of his career. <laughs> and I'll be honest, best game of his career, he's not he he's not starter caliber to me. I I, I don't see it. Like I watched no. I watched that by the way, I watched that game and for three quarters or for the entire game I was just like number one, I know how this game is gonna end. Because every Chargers game is the same. And number two, this game had nothing of value in it at all. It just was going on, and I was watching it going, yeah, I don't have an opinion on this. There's nothing here that's even remotely redeemable. This offense doesn't know how to run. This Chargers offense doesn't know how to run plays past 15 yards anymore. It's bizarre how bad they are, but also I'm I'm done with Brandon Staley. If, if, I'm, if I'm anyone in the Chargers brass, I'm firing him tomorrow morning. I, I'd rather have someone go get in there. This team doesn't have any more energy. Like we talked about the we talked about the Raiders, right? And the Raiders, to me, while they still aren't very good with with uh, an O'Connell, they're at least somewhat comparable, and they someone actually care about winning games for their head coach Antonio Pierce or their interim head coach Antonio Pierce. I think the Chargers need like an Antonio Pierce type guy right now, an interim coach that can come in there and do something different because this is clearly not working. And it's basically the same game every week. But I think if this goes on for seven more weeks, it's actually going to progressively get worse. So if I'm the Chargers brass, I'm firing Staley tomorrow. I'm trying to get someone in here from the organization that can give this team some oomph, some excitement because, yeah. Chargers, you're the first on the fuck off list. Do you both agree? It's an interesting name for a list, but uh, yeah, I mean, the <laughs> yeah, I would agree. You know, it's I mean, it's like we've been saying. It's it's just frustrating because you see the talent there, but then they just have this garbage play calling. Um, yeah, it's. It's like if you have a team of really talented engineers working on a building, but there's no blueprint. They're just like, what do we do? I don't know. Uh, you know. But speaking of chargers, I don't want to detract too far from your from your list here, Robert. <laughs> but, but have you guys seen the rumor that they want to hire Bill Belichick? Oh, oh hell Lord! No. Yeah, I saw it. Oh no! Please, I saw no. that. Please, no! <laughs> no! That's almost that's almost a step backwards. That's a step. Free no, that's a step Justin backwards. Herbert. That's uh, yeah, no, that that will piss me off even more. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts? Oh boy, uh, so. <laughs> for what how many how many weeks are we in it again we're still, 11 what, 11 11 the 11th well really the 11th straight week plus last season and the preseason the, and training yeah. camp 
Yep. Uh, the three pillars are still there, baby. And they're worse. <laughs> they're, then they're, wor- no, they're, they're still worse. intact. They're worse. They're oh, worse. they're still intact. No, they're worse, Brandon. The three pillars look worse. Oh, my God. I just, oh, like, I don't even have to talk about the Chargers because every week, just remember the three pillars because they will always rear their ugly head at some point. And they have, once again, Justin Herbert does not deserve this. Brandon Staley is an idiot and should be fired immediately. Uh, And on top of that, do you guys see the meme I put, the, the picture of SpongeBob I put in the chat? That's Brandon Staley. Yeah. <laughs> right there the spongebob so for those who don't know the spongebob meme where he's looking for the maniac and the maniac is him on the wanted poster that's that's brandon staley we, you know everybody else is the problem but him um that's basically uh, he what he that. said at the presser that's basically yeah. what he said yeah la- lashing out literally at a reporter uh so yeah gr- great job great job dude uh and then also yeah can't finish games once again Late in the fourth quarter. Same exact all thing. Three, Every by the way, it's been eleven weeks. Pillars. Eleven weeks. All those three pillars have been the same every week. They haven't changed. They mm-hmm. keep losing in the fourth quarter, like it's their best thing they do. It gets insane. That's why it's just like I I know we're a Chargers pod, but like this is why I say this is why I've said it every week. <laughs> what is the point of talking about them? Because, because it's the same thing every week. Here's the point. The point is this. Rain and Staley goes out and he's yelling at a reporter like he's won two Super Bowls. Yeah. You don't have the right to do that unless you have a ring on your finger. Yeah. You can't do that. Then I don't. Don't continue, Shane. Even then, I'm like, have some class. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you do have the resume, it's like, have some class, you know? Don't. But yeah. That. That was dumb. Like, you're already on the hot seat. And I know you're upset about being on the hot seat. And everyone's talking about you being on the hot seat. But don't make it worse. Don't do that. It's At some point, you have to have accountability and shame. And he has none of it. He none. thinks he's the best coach in the NFL. I'm serious. That's what that showed me today. That man looks at the other 31 teams and goes, I'm better than all y'all. Then why do you have a 500 record? Yeah. Why do you not know how and to call plays? On that, less four hundred. And and you know what's funny? A lot of people still I see on social media will still want to talk about how Justin Herbert, you know, is is not who we thought he was. As as if Quentin Johnson didn't drop the easiest touchdown pass in existence. He dropped like today. three easy balls today. Yeah, and one of one of them should have ended. I the think game. Herbert he, looks great. I think for yeah. what he's for no, what he's, he's doing, he looks great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. He does, but he has, you know, a rookie wide receiver that can't catch a cold in the middle of winter. Um, he has a head coach who's a complete <laughs> moron. And he has a defense that is so untrustworthy late in games that that, that it's just he's going to have to score 60 points a game just to keep them from blowing it. So, oh, God, Justin Herbert. Uh, watching that man as a duck, my heart just, just is broken, shattered for that man. Um. But like my God, man! Like how much more can Justin Herbert do? How much more can he can he take of this? I I, I would love to know what's going on inside his head right now. Because this is like, if I'm him, I I want out. I don't care how I get out. I want out. I want out now. <laughs> I'm done. 
if they don't change that. If Brandon Staley I, I is still the head will. coach after Black Monday, we have a problem. If he's still yeah. the coach by tomorrow night, I think we have a problem. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Here's yeah, the- it's just, um, I don't know, it, it's it's weird that they have kept on to him this long, I think. Um, but I do wonder, because... You were saying you think that he's the best coach in the league, and he might, but is it that, or does he know he's bad, and he just doesn't have the ego to admit it? Maybe. Maybe. That's totally that's totally a reasonable take. Maybe. But even so, that looks bad. I feel like it's one of the two. Both of them look uh, well, bad. Yeah, that's but... the point. Who cares? Both of them look bad. It's definitely right. one of the two. Uh, and here's number. What are you two. talking about? He is the best now. Here's number two on my explicit <laughs> off list: Seattle Seahawks. What the hell did you guys do today? <laughs> what? 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 What, what, what have they been doing the last month? No, Shane. No, 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 no. This is what you don't understand. This is what you understand more than I think anyone. That this team just looks at the penalty flag and says, "Ooh, that's a cool color." Let's keep throwing it. They've been doing this the entire Pete Carroll era. It just reared its ugly head again. It's dumb. Geno Smith, I said this last year. People were like, like, oh, we should pay Geno Smith. I was like, okay, yeah, pay him a franchise tag if you want him. But I'm sitting here looking at what Anthony Richardson did in Indianapolis this year in a small sample size, and I went, Oh, if only Seattle could have that. And I don't think it would have worked with Pete Carroll, but still, I look at quarterbacks in this rookie class and I go, if only Seattle made a smarter decision. Not saying that any of the rookie quarterbacks would have worked with Pete Carroll. I don't think any of them would have. But the idea This year, that, probably not. No, I absolutely, I don't think so. I think all the rookie quarterbacks that Seattle probably would have been interested in actually... Landed in its proper spot, maybe minus Bryce Young, but again, we will still see a jury's out on that. Jury's not finished on that, I should say. Uh, this is dumb, and in and and then I I look at the Niners today, and the Niners were not great in the second half against Tampa Bay, but they are definitely like hitting a hot stride here. Uh I think the line should be San Francisco minus ten. Because th- this is crap. Oh, yeah. Th- this, th- what Seattle is doing is absolute crap, and I can't deal with it. Like, th- today was a crapshoot. Today was stupid. This game was dumb. But even f- from Seattle, always playing close games, this is stupid. It's just, it's dumb as heck. Shane, you might have more to say about this than I do, other than me screaming, this is dumb. But that's my take. This is dumb. And great job with a pointless offseason, Pete Carroll, at your quarterback position. Go ahead, Shane. <laughs> See, I have a, f- a few thoughts here. Um, first of all, I think the biggest problem with this team at the moment is the penalties. Um, you know, they... If it weren't for all the penalties, I don't think they would have lost today, to be honest with you. Absolutely not. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. You know, I saw that game. They 
Seahawks defense had them. I think both times they scored touchdowns, they were down to the red zone or close to it, if it wasn't both times. And they had them on third and long and shut them out. Oh, no, penalty, first down. It's like, seriously. Um, third and 15 you know, penalty. And, Are you freaking out of your mind? Right. So, you know, that would have been four less points because it would have been a field goal as opposed to a touchdown. Um, and yeah, which not saying they need to be absolutely perfect because I mean, nobody has zero penalties, um, unless you're the Patriots from like 2018 or something, but, um, but you know, when you have so many like that, it, in just all the yards that rack, I mean, they had like 160 yards in penalties. Oh my god. That's that's like I mean that that's I'm pretty sure that's more than that, that's more than Sam Howell threw for today against the Giants defense. <laughs> like I mean that it's just you know what I mean? Like that that's that that's bad. Um yeah, and my next thing is um while I don't think Geno Smith is the future. Uh, I think after today, I was wrong to say that Drew Locke should start the rest of the season instead of him. Um, he wasn't that great either. Nothing against Drew. Um, you know, you're my you're my guy, but um, but yeah, it, you can. It's easy to see that the offense just runs a lot smoother with Gino. Um, but how, you know, and that's, and how that's smooth fine. is it? It's not playoff smooth. Does this team look like a playoff team to you, Shane, right now? If you take out the penalties, they would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as of right now, I mean, they might make it. They're... I think they're currently in the seventh seed. Um, but even if they do at the moment, yeah, they're not, they're not doing much. If they get there, they'll just be, you know, a first round exit like they usually are. Brandon, your thoughts. I mean, when it comes to Seattle, right. It's like, I thought when they when they were what when they were what six and two, I I thought that, uh, you know especially when they had the division lead for like you know half a second, I thought that you know they were gonna, it was gonna start clicking like fully because it it was it was starting to come together a little bit from what I saw but I was like ah they're still not there, like the the kind of were what they were but now seeing what they really are, and you guys are right you know, they always they, what they always lose to the Rams. <laughs> we said so, it. We said it on so, Wednesday. So and I see West Cycle, and I picked the Seahawks to win this week. So that's an L for me. Um, yeah, I did too. I don't know why. Um, because I'm, I they should be the better team. That's the problem. Um, right. Like they they had they had two 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 score leads today. You had a thirteen nothing uh-huh. lead, and you had and you had a sixteen to seven lead, and. What makes it even worse is 
you scored a touchdown in the first quarter, and that was it. It was all field goals from there on out. Like, how, how do you only score in the first quarter? Then, nah, that's it. I mean, penalties play a they're part. Great. Yeah, yeah, they're great but, for, like, the first quarter and a half. Yeah, which they were in today. In all their games. Yeah. yeah, which they were they were they were great today in the first quarter and a half, but that's that's like the cycle. Like even in the play even in the playoff game last year against San Fran, they had them on the ropes through two quarters. And then it completely collapsed in the second half. This team mm-hmm. is it just seems like it just seems like they're just a first half team. They're just they're they're just they, they look, look like good, a first quarter good. team, literally. Yeah, well, even it. so, yeah. So that's just it's it's ridiculous that that they just continue to shrivel up and die as the game goes on. They just they they literally slowly get into the fetal position every single game. <laughs> uh, once they get a lead, any kind of lead, if it's three nothing, seven nothing, ten, even today thirteen nothing, and you were up, well, and then you were up again later, sixteen to seven. Uh, but my God, man, like. You played you technically. I mean, if you take the penalties, even with the penalties, you played a better game, really, like statistically, than the than the Rams. But penalties yep. were your biggest penalties. Yeah, like we've been saying, penalties are your biggest killer. And you just like I can't, I just I can't deal with the fact that they are like they uh, listen. I'm not even a Seahawks fan. They're frustrating me. Like like the two teams, it's, it's, the two teams Shane and I follow closely: the Chargers because we're doing a Chargers pod, and Seattle because it's we live in Seattle are the two teams that I I can't stand watching. Yeah, I I, I don't know how you do it because if I if I had to deal with that on a daily basis, or I should say a weekly basis, I I, I absolutely would have thrown myself in the local river. <laughs> I I I can't I like. My God! Like we have plenty watching... of water around here. Take a oh, no, I, I, yeah, I know you do. Um, sound, the ocean, lakes. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll, ponds, I'll throw myself. I'll throw myself in the creeks. Sound. That's fine. But showers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh the shower that didn't work in Washington. Great job, guys. Oh, God. oh Lord! Can we tear that stadium I... down, please? Yes. Oh my God! Please. Can yes. I can I be can I be part of, can I be part of the demolition crew so yes. my Eagles never have to play there ever again in I'll, that garbage I'll heap in the stadium? Get that Dude, my my here. dad was part of the demolition crew for the Seahawks old stadium. The Kingdom, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, you know what needs to be teared down like the Kingdom? That Steelers Broncos game. What in human heck was that? Steelers Broncos. Or no, oh, Steelers Brown. Browns. Sorry, not Broncos. Browns. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the heck was that? DTR looked fine, but there was no offense at all. It looked like two peewee teams playing each other. I, I, just want, I just want to state this for the record, because this is important. One of these two teams will make the playoffs. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh my god! It's amazing how that division is not on. How there's not a single team under 500. I mean, there will be after this week because the Bengals are not going to win another game the rest of the season, pretty much. But unless unless a divine act of God uh, rescues them, but like to not have a single team under 500 when you have three trash teams in that division, 
or well, Bengals aren't trash, but they will be now. So three trash teams between them, the Browns, and the Steelers. And you have the Ravens who can't hold a lead in the fourth quarter. And like, they're also hurt. Is... And the Ravens are also hurt oh, now. Oh, my God. Like, like, yeah. So, like, how how are there still, what, three teams in the playoff picture in, in, that, in, that, in, in that division? Like, that that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And then, like I said, I know two of my friends are Steelers fans. And they probably gouged they were their dead. eyes out today. Well, they were dead silent throughout the game. And I'm like. I'm like, oh my god! It's like, you guys okay? You guys okay? Are so, you gouging your eyes out? Because I almost gouged my eyes out watching I, that game today. I, I'm so, I'm so scared to check in on them because, listen, I know that they're just deflated and defeated, and I know how how that feeling is. I survived the Chip Kelly era. I know what that feeling is like. <laughs> um, and and then the very end, the very end of the Andy Reid era when we couldn't do a damn thing correctly either. So I know what that feeling is like, but. This is just like, like this is a six and four football team that should be like two and eight. Both of these teams should be two and eight. Both of them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them. But, Cleveland's seven and but, three. They're seven yeah, Cleveland's three. seven and three. Yeah, because they have a ridiculous. It just defense. goes to show. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. I guess it just goes to show that good defense does still have a place in today's I mean, game. I mean, they oh, yeah. they could end up they could end up like what the two thousand Ravens. Who had Trent Dilfer as their quarterback, and they still won a Super Bowl because their defense had Hall of Famers all over it, like oh, or the 2012 Ravens. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh, speaking oh, of that, God. guess who's the guess who's your new Cleveland Brown? Change, go Flacco, the greatest quarterback of all time. And by the uh, way, if you're listening and you don't understand that joke, um. Basically, after that Super Bowl win, a lot of people were saying that Joe Flacco was a top five quarterback, and I thought everyone was on drugs for saying that. <laughs> so now I just joke around saying, oh, well, Joe Flacco's the greatest quarterback ever, because <laughs> that's what everybody thought, apparently. <laughs> and you got yeah. paid like um, it It's funny. I, I like yeah. Joe Flacco. I really like Joe Flacco at that point in his career, because, I mean, listen, he wasn't bad, but for the time, he he like he wasn't top five, but he also wasn't bad either. So, like, but to say, yeah, to say top oh, five. Oh, he was, I like, wanna... 20 for me. Yeah, like, I, I think, that yeah. Point. He, Where was Colin yeah, he was Kaepernick? in the back half. Where was Colin Kaepernick? Uh, what year? Uh, <laughs> that Super Bowl year. Mm. Like, tw- 10? I think, I think, yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's a fringe, he's a fringe like around top ten, like but like fringe up between like, so border between like ten to fifteen. For me, he was yeah, like, he was like on the bridge of of tier two and Kirk Cousins tier, you know. Before Kirk Cousins <laughs> tier was a thing. No, I have a hot take about about that Niners team. I think Colin Kaepernick would end would have ended up being a Hall of Famer if Jim Harbaugh was still the head coach. Like he would still be quarterback in that team right now, and Harbaugh would still be the coach. That that's been mm. my hot take for a very long time. Really? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's a reasonable hot take. Like I like I I don't think he would be, but but at the same time, because even when he even when he was there, like yeah, but like Kaepernick's numbers. Listen, they were twelve and four. I mean, they, they, you know, it is what it is. I mean, especially in, in the playoffs, he, he wasn't a great playoff quarterback, 
He wasn't even when he was healthy for those what those what three years he played really three years as a starter, because mm-hmm. um, you know I don't count fifteen and sixteen. He was a bum by that point. Um, Jim Tom Sula's bitch ass ruined his career. I'm I'm just gonna say, but that like, I mean, but like when we see, like when I when I look at his numbers, he wasn't great. Uh, what saved him a lot was his rushing numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I mean, that's he, the thing. I don't me, think he was ever really. No, good. See, uh, that's a slippery slope that people always want to get to. Like, like I seems like people always got blackballed out of the league. Like, regardless of how you feel about him, he was not a good quarterback. But by that point, was... by I'm just gonna say this straight up. By that point, where the whole the whole anthem thing, which we're not gonna get into, I think we're way past that in terms of where the league's at, and they have improved with a lot of the social justice things. Not great, but they've improved on it. Um, by that point, he was not even cut out to be an NFL starter anyway. No. So no. let's not say, let's not put it there that he was blackballed. He just wasn't good enough to yeah. even be a backup by that point. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just going off what, what you know, all the people on social media said, like, I, I, I mean, listen, he, he threw himself out of the league. So, you know, by calling it a slave, that's... by calling it slavery. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, like he he literally just <laughs> threw mud in and like in the entire league's face, and it's like, oh, you expect to have a job after that point? You Hell no. You expect to be in the Jets you, practice squad, really? Yeah. This you year? can't you you can't you can't just fire shots at your boss repeatedly, and then be like, oh yeah, well I'm not gonna get fired, and then get fired, and then proceed to be shocked as and to why you and, got fired, and, and proceed to want to be rehired <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. Uh, so so but but to me, but like statistically with him. You know, about, like that's a weird Super Bowl when you think about it. Like we had Colin Kaepernick against Joe Flacco, but the thing is, they had two good defenses. <laughs> and Rihanna blowing the that's, lights out. That's oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about yeah. The lights they go out. Yeah, of course. Jesus, that what a weird Super Bowl that was. <laughs> yeah. But Flacco's back in the league. Flacco's back in the league, baby. I don't know how that guy still keeps getting jobs, but I guess this is what it is now. Yeah, I, I will say though that. Um... That I I think we're we're at the time of we're at the time of year for two things. Welcome to holidays in the NFL. Number one is good defenses and defenses win championships are now back on the docket. And number two is playoff contending teams. Good playoff contending teams or great playoff contending teams, let's say, have bad QB games, have bad offensive games, and still find a way to win. I.e. Texans. And the Lions. Shane, your thoughts on that? Wait, what? I'm confused. <laughs> so, playoff contending teams do, do this one thing in November and December. Here's what they do. Yeah. Their quarterback has a bad game with like two to three picks. Jared right. Goff, CJ Stroud still find a way to win the game. Though. Yeah. This happens every right. year. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you want to talk about that, like, in terms of playoffs. I mean, look at uh, Mahomes' two Super Bowl wins. He played terrible in those games, but he won them both. (laughs) Found a way to get it done. You know, it's that kind of thing to me. That's, like, what I always think of. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because they weren't. Neither of them were very good today, like you said, which is 
<laughs> which is funny because it's the who were they playing? The Cardinals and the Bears. Yeah. Um, so you know, the fact that they had such a hard time is uh, it's a little concerning, but <laughs> I guess they did it in the end. So I guess that's like that's all you really want, but still, it's like this. Uh, you know, is this how we're gonna play the rest of the year? Probably not. But anyways, yeah. Brandon, you thought the Bears blew that game, though, right? Yeah. So wait, my real quick, my mic quality, my mic just cut out on me. So can you guys still hear me? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Because it's gonna it's gonna sound different now because my mic I think died or whatever it was. But but uh, when you know when it comes to teams like that, um, you always see like this is a trend I think we see every year where it's like we have playoff contending teams that. Every year, they get into games like this where they don't look good for three, three and a half quarters, but they'll still find a way to hang around and eventually win. Uh, CJ Stroud is, is obviously, to me, more impressive just because, I mean, like, well, CJ Stroud's a rookie anyway, so of course going to be a little more impressive, I think. But just because the Bears... That like, I, listen. I don't want to throw shade at the Lions. I'm gonna be able. To, I'm gonna be a salty Eagles fan for a second. And uh, the Me Bears. Too. That's the most. That that's the most obvious tank job in the history of the NFL. Like you mm-hmm. couldn't have, you couldn't have tanked harder if you tried. They're the Washington like, Wizards of the NFL. Is that what you're saying? At, well, with today's game, they absolutely look like it because there's. They no have way no reason. Good. Yeah, like that. Like yeah, they don't have a reason to to tank, but it's just just because they they own that that pick until further notice. But you know, until we see anything crazy happen. But it's just like, how do you how do you have a game like that where you're up? Weren't they up like seventeen at one point, or like, like at least two four, scores? Fourteen to seventeen, yeah. Like and you should have closed that game out and you didn't, and then you allowed them to score to score two TDs and win the game. I I don't understand what you were doing there. Like I, and the thing is that makes it worse for us. But now we have to go out and win. To, you know, actually stay ahead of them tomorrow night. Um, but uh, I think it, it, with a loss, I believe I think we probably stay ahead of them for now. Um, but even so, you know, they should have been seven and three and, and not eight and two, uh, after today. Uh, and, but listen, golf throwing three picks like that's, that's especially against the bears. Like if that was against a, a great defense, I, I wouldn't be concerned as much, I think, but you know, throwing it against the bears is, is not good. Uh, but hey, listen, uh, same thing for Stroud. Didn't have a great game. Uh, but they both still found ways to win. And when it comes to this time of the season, you take wins however you can get them. And however they may come, however ugly they look, you know, you take what you can get. And that's what separates the good teams from the bad ones or even the great teams from the good ones is what can you do when your back's against the wall when you need it in crunch time? How do you respond to all that adversity throughout a game? That's how you do it. They both pulled out. 
wins today, and they both, you know, very much alive in the playoff picture, especially for the Texans, because the Lions are just, they're going to be there anyway. But that's, you know, those are the things like, you know, you'll hear a player after the game say, oh, yeah, we're going to clean it up for next week, and they'll, they'll clean it up. But those are two gutsy performances today, and that's how you, those are the kind of wins, you know, if you were, if you were a contending team and you lost those games, you know, then there'd be real big, there'd be bigger questions. So the only questions now is how do you fix it for next week? But for, for this week, you know, those two teams, you have to be proud of the effort you showed at the end of the game to win both those games when all hope seemed lost. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about those, about those two games. That's kind of all I had for today. Any other thoughts, you guys, from the games today, other than the fact that Fox picked a stupid game to put as the number one game, same with CBS, both of them were blots. When don't they? Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow. Same. That's been the yeah. number one game circled on my calendar all, all season. Yeah, same. Even, I'm sure it has even, been for you as well, even, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I. The second we, the second the schedule got announced, I, I, I. The only th- I don't I didn't care about the rest of the games. I mean, yeah, I saw I saw the tough stretch, but with how the Bills look, I'm not concerned about them the week after or the Niners the week after that. And both those games are in Philly. I'm not concerned about those games. Watch so, all the media be like, the Bills are incredible. They beat the Jets. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Watch. Just yeah, watch like, tomorrow. Like, Just watch it. Yeah. I see. If see now, I I'm not gonna say we're gonna win tomorrow because I think we will. Just because that Chiefs offense has not looked like they did like last year. They looked a lot better. That Chiefs offense hasn't looked nearly as good this year. Uh, that team is mostly defense. So if the Eagles can break that defense down, that's that's an Eagles win tomorrow. But um, I will say this. A- Andy Reid knows those birds better than anybody else in football. So um, that's that's the game you know, you're know you looking forward to. And I'm not going to say, listen, I know what the other Eagles fans are going to say. You know, it's not a revenge game. You know, it's it's not um, – you know, the real revenge game is in, is in February if we, if we get back to Super Bowl. But I'm like, listen, you, you, you can't be thinking that far ahead right now. It's you know as Nick Sirianni would say, the goal is to go one and zero this week, and you cannot look too far ahead and be like, oh, we're focused on the Super Bowl. Not not right now. You're not. I mean, yeah, that's that's the ultimate goal, of course, but you cannot be thinking four, five, six weeks ahead. You think about this week, and this week is the one you've been waiting for since that confetti fell last February. So. Yeah, I don't care if that I don't care if people say that, that you know some people are like oh this isn't a revenge game I don't care this is a revenge game you think those players in that Super Bowl last year aren't pissed about this they absolutely are pissed especially you know listen I know Jason Kelsey's not he's gonna you know it's a professional and so is his brother but you can't tell me Jason Kelsey doesn't want to beat his brother especially, in this game especially, <laughs> especially with Taylor Swift in the crowd next to his mom and and and, and the Chiefs. In the Andy Reid era, and because I sent you guys that 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 thing that Andy Reid's never lost, no matter what side he's been on in the Eagles Chiefs games throughout his career, he's never lost. So, you know that means something too. You want to finally beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like I don't care if it's in the Super Bowl later on. Like this one means the most right now. 
this one. So I don't care that people think it's not a revenge game. It 100% is a revenge game. You want to not just, you don't want to just beat them. You want to beat them by two or three scores. You, you want to show them that you are the better team. So that game, there's so much riding on that game. Because remember, uh, Chiefs are the first overall seed, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're number one in the they're, entire league at the moment. Yep. Yeah, they're oh, seven and uh, two. Philly, Philly well, is. No, Philly is. Yep, Philly, Philly is. is. Yeah. But but both both teams, you know, the teams behind them are coming for them in that playoff. That playoff picture is tight. I mean, listen, it's not going to happen right now. We're not we just talked about the Lions, right? They're right there. Yeah. They're right there. And then look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs have two teams on their ass at seven and three. So, you know, this game means a lot for the standings. It means a lot for both teams. It means a lot for both coaches. It means a lot for both fan bases. So when everybody says that, that this is just another game, that is the biggest load of crap I've ever seen in my life. And you best believe I will be at work tomorrow, freezing, watching that game. But I might get fired because if the Eagles win that game, they're, they are gonna, they're going to have to fire me because I'm going to be going it was completely insane in that parking lot. <laughs> we're gonna, I, swear, I, we're, we're, I think we're probably going to rec- – because of that, I think we're probably going to end up recording on a Wednesday. <laughs> Just take a couple yeah, days either, to rest and either, then we'll record. Either, either, either that or you're going to find me dead of a stroke. <laughs> like, it's like, – I, I keep – listen, the Eagles, I, I'm so happy we had a bye week and then we and the fact that we didn't play today, we got to play tomorrow. So we've, had a, we've had a pretty long bye week. So the Chiefs. I, both had long bounds. Yeah, but but I, I needed that break from Eagles football just because I could not handle another straight week of just heart attacks and the rise in blood pressure every single – and you know what? Tomorrow's going to be no different. It's – oh, my God. Uh, wait, the, Brandon, the, I have I, a request for you. I have a request. Okay. I have a request. Here's my request. Do you have a heart rate monitor at work? No, I do not. I wish I did. Oh, we do. We do have a a defibrillator, a defibrillator right. Uh, oh no! In the main. That's not what I was family. asking. I don't want that. No, no. But listen, we might need that because I swear to God, this game is going to cause me just so much anxiety, high blood pressure, stress. Like this is this is literally like. This the is the game of the year right here. This is the game of the year. Like, I don't care what game comes after this. This is the game of the year. There are, these are the two best teams in football. So, this this is what this is. So, you know, this is like, I've been waiting for this since February. Even even if we won that game in February, I'm still waiting for this game. Um, And I I I cannot wait. Dude, just I just I'm I'm tired. Like you know what they say, you know, it's like you know, it's it's the time for talking is done. Let's just play the damn game like that. I just want that already. Like I don't even want. Like I've been talking about it a lot. I know for like the past like ten minutes now, but I I want to just play this game already. I I want to get the stress over with. I want to just watch my team hopefully pull out a win and prove for the what the eleventh straight week that they are the best team in football. That's all I want. Well, well, guess what? As we continue that, we're doing a special Sunday edition of Guess the Line. Who's ready? Good Lord. 
we're gonna because knowing knowing vegas oh yeah no because i think we will end up recording on like a wednesday night or something but if not we won't be back on until sunday due to thanksgiving so we're doing tomorrow's game we're doing the thanksgiving games then we're doing the black friday game so go go ahead shame what were you gonna say you cutting off you're cutting everyone off tonight i'm sorry um that's, that's on me <laughs> it's not on you at all um <laughs> <laughs> no no it's it's on brandon um oh my God. no but uh <laughs> i'm kidding no i i was gonna say if the eagles win the media is still gonna be like well oh, you know kids City's he's a better team they're they're, they're they're still number one it's uh it's just one game <laughs> yeah they probably are gonna be that way all right you guys ready um, who's ready to see vegas Let's see if you guys agree with these lines. Okay. For tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thanksgiving games and the Black Friday. Game. I think I think I I think I know tomorrow's line. I think I remember seeing it. It probably changed since I last saw it. But I, when I last saw it, I remember I kind of remember what the line was. Uh, provided by our good our good folks at ESPN Bet, which have been terrible uh, since they've launched so far because of the lines we saw for today's games. Uh, Eagles Chiefs, guess the line. Yeah, I don't want to guess it because I remember seeing it. Um, I I've seen it throughout the week, so I'm gonna let Shane guess it. I have not seen it, but I'm gonna. I mean, I would say like Eagles minus three, but knowing the media, it's probably gonna be like. Chiefs minus one and a half. Is is that your final guess? Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what do you remember the line being? Let me just ask that. The last time I saw the line, and this was like I think two days ago. So I don't know how much has changed, but last time I saw the line, it was Chiefs minus two and a half. It's it is. It's Chiefs minus two and a half. Yeah. Which okay. is not terrible. Alright. Uh yeah, not, it's not, fine. Not only not only am I gonna ask you guys to grade or not, not only am I gonna ask you guys the lines for the Thanksgiving games, I'm gonna ask you to grade the Thanksgiving slate as a whole based on what we've seen over the last mm-hmm. eleven weeks. Your first game on Fox is Packers Lions. Guess the line on a Sunday night. By the way, we're doing this on Sunday night after Sunday night football. These lines will change a lot throughout the week, but as of Sunday night, guess the line. Packers Lions opens up Thanksgiving. Lions minus six. I'm gonna go. I mean, I, I listen. I know that that's a division game, but with how those two teams are, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Lions minus nine. Lions minus seven and a half. <laughs> in the middle All of right. your side. All right. Not terrible. Commanders Cowboys on CBS is the second game. Oh, Lord. Guess the line. <laughs> Cowboys minus eight. Uh, I mean, given how listen, the, the the tricky thing of wait, where's the game by the way? It's in Dallas. Same oh boy! So the first game is in Detroit. The second game is in Dallas. Oh, that's right. And it, it basically always is. It yeah. always is in Dallas. It always is um, in Dallas and Detroit. Yep. 
Um, damn. So yeah, and it's, the NFC East is tricky because when you have the NFC East, you know the things usually tend to be closer. Uh, but when you have Dallas on Thanksgiving in Dallas, obviously, um, I don't think it doesn't matter who it is. Vegas is just going to go nuts for them. So. Shane, you said what? You said Cowboys minus what? Eight? Eight, yeah. yeah. As, you, as you said. Uh, yep. But based on how the commanders have looked, damn, I'm going to say. Mm, I'm going to I'm gonna go. I mean, that's got to be higher to me because that's got to be. Oh, maybe, maybe. Ah. I'll go lower. I'm not going to go double digits. I'll say Cowboys minus seven. Cowboys minus 11. That's ridiculous. Ooh, that's... I don't that's like that That's high. I, you know what's funny? I was going to say Cowboys minus 10, but I was like, that's too high to me. Like, Correct. I don't... I don't... I don't... Listen, they... Listen, they struggled for three quarters against the Panthers today. I, that's too damn high. I'm sorry. Too high. Niner Seahawks Thanksgiving night NBC in Seattle. Guess the line. Oh, that's here. Yeah, it's in Seattle. I thought that was in San Francisco. No, it's in <laughs> um. Uh, Niners minus ten. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, I, like that's what I would guess it is. No. Yeah. I I'm gonna go small again. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Niners. My, my I'm gonna say now give me Niners minus six. Niners minus seven. Okay, I was somewhat close. Black Friday. two weeks ago wouldn't have been as high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Black Friday game: Dolphins Jets. Blah. Oh God. Uh, three o'clock Eastern on Prime Video. Uh, guess oh. the line: Dolphins Jets. The Vegas Vegas is gonna have to be drunk on that because they're gonna see, oh, Dolphins are better than the Jets. Like, <laughs> okay, not really. Don't let the record fool you. Um, not in Vegas though. I'm gonna go like Miami minus twelve. It's gonna be so, yeah. It's gotta be something ridiculous. I'm gonna go higher, but just because. Vegas is just drunk when it comes to games like that. Um, well, Vegas is uh, drunk, period, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me give me Dolphins minus eight. Dolphins minus seven and a half. Hey, let's go. Uh, all right, grade, grade the slate, Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Uh, minus. What did you say, it's Brandon? Fine. C minus. I give it a D. I'd say like a C. It's it's, it's a C. Why is it a C? Uh, I mean, it's all, all division, division rivals. Yeah. Well, mostly. Um, which you know that always makes things better, but still, it's like yeah, you, know, you couldn't have done like. Cowboys, Eagles, or that would have been um, better. That would have been great. Or, or you know, Lions, Vikings, or 
you know, you gotta. It's it's it's, it's got to be these guys. Like, come on. Oh, fun fun fact! I think the last time that Philly played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, Mark Sanchez was our starter. Ha <laughs> <laughs> okay, Speaking and of we actually speaking of and we won that game. You got oh yeah, that's right. You guys won. We didn't just won. We beat the crap out of them. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, Mark Sanchez. Fun. Before I forget, the only good thing about the Seahawks game today was Matt Ryan's commentary. So good. <laughs> Him and Mark Sanchez are so good. It wasn't Mark Sanchez. It was not, but I'm just saying, speaking of Mark Sanchez being good at commentary. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan's also good at commentary. All right, uh, you guys ready to see the other games on Thanksgiving week national TV? Yeah. <laughs> Ravens at Chargers is Sunday night next week. Ugh. And Monday night is Bears at Vikings. Bears at Vikings. Boy. Gotta hang on to my seat for that one. They chose that instead of Bill's Eagles, Brandon. I, uh, why? Why, bro? Like, uh, Bill's Eagles is right there, bro. <laughs> like, we have... we. Like, they chose Bears, Eagles, Cowboys. Eagles Cowboys wasn't on TV, it, like you know, last week it wasn't on TV in my small corner of the country, and now, <laughs> and now, one of the best games of next week will not be either. It's like Giants. Patriots. God, I, I, oh. <laughs> I need to, I need to see what the actual games are in this area because. There's no reason. I don't care. They beat the bro. Next week is Giants Patriots. I'd rather get stabbed with a rusty nail. Giants Patriots <laughs> um, is a ten o'clock game, by the way. Thank God. Yeah, I know. I know, but still, I, I have to watch that game because it's the area. Um, God. You probably it, will get well, it because it's the Bills. Oh my God! Move. Is there is there any chance that the Eagles Bills game though? Because it's on CBS. Does it end up being in my area on Probably. TV? I would looking at the other games. I would think so. I swear, to, if I don't get the Eagles again the rest of this season, someone's gonna 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 pay. I swear to God. So so the four games so, we have potential to get is Rams Cardinals on Fox. No. Broncos Bron- Browns Broncos on Fox. Nope. Nope. Chiefs Raiders. Nope. Or Bills Eagles. So yeah, I would presume that you would get it. Um, oh no, we, I, I guarantee we still won't because you know God hates God hates North Jersey. So so <laughs> who's excited for Bears Vikings? Oh my God! You know they can flex if, Monday. By the way, you know they can flex Monday night now. They haven't used it yet. Yeah. I I don't I God, I need to. I swear I swear. I swear. Oh, the pit, the the rage coursing through me. If I don't get, if we don't get, if we don't start getting better games, I'm gonna be pissed. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Um, Sunday night, the week after is Chiefs Packers. Oh. <laughs> uh...
I'm so done. I'm so done. Oh, and don't forget about the doubleheader on ESPN. Packers, Giants, Titans, Dolphins, Week 14. Oh, my God. And then, oh, Patriots, Steelers, Week 14, Thursday Night Football. So, when does these cover... Okay, so, the CBS late games, there's only two to pick from. So you're you're gonna Buffalo. get it, dude. There's no way you're not gonna get it. We're gonna get yeah, we're Buffalo. gonna get it here too. Yeah. I promise you, we're gonna get it here too in Seattle. Yeah, because because there's, there's only two CBS late games. It's either it's either Buffalo, Philly, or KC Vegas. So if you get KC Vegas, if 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 I have to watch Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey another week on my TV instead of my team, when when you know what's crazy, CBS will do some dumb crap like that in this area where Philly and Buffalo are closer to North Jersey than Kansas City and Vegas. And and Buffalo at Philadelphia is a way better game than, than Kansas City at Las Vegas. Uh, and we'll still be finding the five percent that doesn't get the game because you know why? For some reason this area is like is like where where dreams go to die, apparently. But by, by the way, Shane, do you remember what game we had on CBS this morning in the Seattle area? Uh, no, but I remember it was garbage. It, it was Steelers-Browns. Oh, we got that too over uh, here. Yeah. I mean, what that else was, was there going to be? Yeah, yeah, that was that was our game here too. Oh, so. my God. Um, there are fun ones. Oy, oy, oy. Chiefs-Patriots Monday night the week after. Oh, my God. Nope. Oh, who's excited for Christmas Eve? Patriots, Broncos. I'd I'd rather. I'm just looking. I'm just trying to get through Thanksgiving than go to Christmas Eve. (laughs) Fair. I would. I would rather. I would rather have Santa crap in my stocking for Christmas. (laughs) Oh my god. Um. All right. Uh. Let's move on to our pop culture topic, or well, not our pop culture topic, our post-credit scene. Uh. Shane picked the movie Seven. This week, 1993, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Morgan Live. Freeman, and... Yeah, 90, 95. 95, thank you. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, all this Close enough. done so far, uh, but Shane, give us why you picked this movie and your overall thoughts on it. Is it the oldest one we've done? It is, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's depressing. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That, okay. Before, Anyways. Yeah. Before that, our oldest was uh, uh, collateral. Yeah. Or yeah, collateral. So that was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I think it was two thousand three collateral. Yeah, I was like oh three, oh three or oh four. Yeah. yeah three or four. Maybe. Four. Yeah, one of the two. Um. Anyways. Yes. Uh. This is the part where I talk. Um. Sorry. <laughs> So the the movie seven no, no I wasn't uh, I wasn't throwing shade at you guys I was just like in a brain fog and I was like wait is this where I go yes um anyways yeah no so this is seven the reason the reason I chose this one and I'll be honest I, I'm not I'm not like a huge fan of this movie um. I mean, I like it, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> but I think 
I really wanted to talk about it because it is it is a cinema classic yet most people our age have never even heard of it it seems like and you know the as you guys know a whole idea is uh, Even though the direction I have that discussion, they have provoking themes, or they are maybe decide or uh, divisive, um, whatever the case may be, or it had some sort of a impact on cinema or whatever. And you know, this definitely fits that criteria. <laughs> um, but what what did you guys? think about it uh brandon go ahead so i'm gonna start with with my rating first because this movie would have been a nine out of ten for me if the last 15 minutes didn't absolutely kill me to the core um and it's like uh, because of that ending, I'm I'm probably gonna drop like two and a half points off him. That's probably gonna be like a six and a half out of ten for me. It's a six. Um, it's a six out of ten for me for that exact reason. But continue, Brandon. Yeah, but like I love the pacing in this movie. It's not slow. I don't think not at least not for me. Um, I was invested in it all the way through, and then I, and then I wanted those last fifteen minutes back. Um, I mean. Everything was just kind of like everything was was set up the way a good crime thriller should be. I, I think um, Morgan Freeman is fantastic in this movie. As he always is. Yeah, that 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 man doesn't that man doesn't miss. He's a walking bucket, as the kids say. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, but. I just, God, like, I love the fact that it wasn't afraid to be gruesome too, and show some gruesome things because you don't, you like, especially with with older ones, they kind of like will touch on gruesome topics or gruesome murders or whatever it can be in a crime movie. This one actually shows you things that happen, um, and shows you like the gruesome crime scenes, which I like, um, but. <sighs> God, that the, the the I like the aesthetic of it. I like the style. I like everything about it. I like how you know the 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 two you know the two detectives, Morgan Freeman's character and Brad Pitt's, couldn't be more different. Um, and but the twist ending. The problem with it is that it was predictable for me. Um. That's part of it. Like, there's a bunch of reasons why that twist ending doesn't work for me. It was predictable. I kind of saw it. Besides it being predictable, I also saw it coming. Like, there's two, there's two different reasons why I say it, why it's, I say it's predictable, and then I saw it coming because that's two different things. Um, the twist it just wasn't enough for me. Like, 
you know, when you have, and because, you know, we do do spoilers, um, when you have, you know, that kind of ending where it's like, you know, the what's in the box ending. And then, you know, it's revealed to be, you know, one of the main, one of the main characters, you know, most important people in their life. Like we've seen that before. Um, we've seen it before. And I knew after the, the diner scene with between Gwyneth Paltrow and Morgan Freeman, once we didn't see her again, once there was, there was, there was like about a half hour later into that. I'm like, why, why do we not see her again in this movie? And then I'm like, Oh wait, I know what's going to happen. So, um, I knew she was going to be involved. I knew she wouldn't survive the end till the end. Um, and then that just confirmed it. That was exactly what I thought of. I, I literally, Rob, you were on the phone with me when I told you that I was like, if this, if, if this is what I think it is, then I'm, I'm really pissed by this ending. And it was exactly what I thought it was. Um, you know, and then, although I did like, I see now it was predictable. Yes. But I did like how they, how they set it up to have Kevin Spacey's character and Brad Pitt's be the last two deadly sins. Is that um, what it is? Yeah. What? Yeah. They're the last, they, they are the last two deadly sins. Cause, uh, Kevin Spacey's is envy. He says he, he, he's jealous of the life that Brad Pitt had with his wife and his unborn child, soon to be child. Uh, and then Brad Pitt's character is hot headed, very angry at times, frustrated. So, so he kills he, him in Wraith. Yeah, he's the embodiment. He's the embodiment of wrath. Or wrath, yeah. So, so. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. So, so yeah. So, and if you notice, uh, and also kind of as a, uh, as a, I guess a, how can I say it? If you, what is it? I'm trying to think. Uh, Morgan Freeman's character, he doesn't embody them all, but he embodies the seven virtues. If you notice that. Mm-hmm. Not heavy, so, but I see what you're saying. So, like, he, he doesn't get on. I don't think he hits on them all, but there are times where he hits on most of them. So, um, but, so I like the movie. I liked how every character was done. I don't like how Gwyneth Paltrow was only a minor character. I mean, listen, at that point in her career, she wasn't that well-known yet. But she clearly, I mean, we know she's a star now. But even then, you could see it in her. Like, she could have more screen time than she did. Um, But I just... Also, and I was saying this to Rob as I was watching it. That is the longest ride out in the middle of the desert I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, like, I, I was, I was like, is this car? Like, at some point, they're gonna have to stop for gas, right? Like, <laughs> like, there's that 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 the, it took forever for those last fifteen those last fifteen twenty minutes to unfold. I was like, I was almost getting bored. I'm like, the pacing was good up until that point. And then I was like, Jesus, this is taking forever. Just end the freaking movie. Like, so I get how it's considered to be 
like one of the best like crime thrillers and all that stuff like ever made and like you know but i also remember you know there, i also saw like reviews on it when it like i went back after the movie for like a quick second and saw like the reviews of like when it first came out and people were very polarized by it because of it being it being graphic and it being like you know uh being kind of a, that twist ending and things like that and and also just i rem- i remembered once I saw the scene of him saying, you know, what's in the box? I remember that um, being a meme for so long. So I, when I when I came to that scene, like, oh, this is where that this is where that meme came from. Um, I will say this: I like all the characters. I don't like how Brad Pitt delivered some of his lines in this movie, and that's that's nitpicky because there were some moments where he was pretty good, and there were some moments where I'm like, oh, that's very cringy. Um, but like that last 15 minutes, I feel like that was not good acting on his part. His lines to me sound flat. Like I'm gonna get real nitpicky. His line sounded flat. His emotion after learning that not only is his wife dead, but the his obviously his unborn child, it, it came off very forced and corny. Um like there was a lot I just found wrong with some of the, the, the delivery of some of his lines. And that's funny because that movie is what made him basically a household name. Um, I felt like it was more Fight Club that did that. Well, Fight, Fight Club. Well, this, this was the start of the transition of him being more of a. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like a, a more mainstream, like taken to be taken seriously kind of actor. Um, yeah. Fight Club's the one that did it, but this one was like the start of it. Um, like, this is the one that gave him a lot of recognition. Um, but like, I, I like it. It's just that it's, it's some of its choices and some of the way it, some of just how, like, I will never get over those last 15 minutes just because to me, it was just, it bothered me. Like it just bothered me. That's, that's all I can really say about this movie. Like I, I like it. I like how, how I was, I was actually into it. I didn't look away from it. And that doesn't happen in a lot of movies, but those that's why that last 15 minutes to me just it ended up feeling like empty calories by the end of it. Like it's like like I was having a I was having a great time eating all this junk food. And then the last 15 minutes is like, oh, when I step on the scale and oh, I've gained like 50 pounds and I feel like crap. <laughs> like that's how that last 15 minutes, it just hit me like a brick that last 15 minutes where it was just like I I, I can't understand how this is the ending. Like I get the ending, but I'm like, they just felt so kind of empty at the end. And I'm just like, ah, you know, it was just bleak, vague. And I'm like, I don't like how that wasn't kind of wrapped up better. So that's over. Like, that's why for me, it would have been a nine had the ending been better, but I got to knock off like two and a half points probably. I was like, that's a six and a half out of 10 for me. So that's, that's why I kind of give it all those different things. Shane, you brought up the example to me, like, this is the Batman movie. Feels more like the Dark Knight mm-hmm. to me. That's <laughs> weird because it because the movie and it's not because of the actual film, it's how it's filmed. It's it's so dark. The movie is just so yeah. dark. It's yeah, so, it's really it's, dark. It like and I'm, I'm so's the Batman. Not in the same way because lighting textures in that movie are profound for specific reasons or not for pound for specific reasons. This movie just decided, oh, let's have the most dark lighting possible. Now, here's here's where I differ. I, I agree about the ending. I hated the ending. 
and I'm going to get really gross, but stick with me here. This okay. movie's a 9 out of 10 if I see Gwyneth Paltrow's fucked up severed head. Just give me one shot of her severed head, and we're good. Why? What do you mean, why? The whole movie, the whole reason we are invest, or one of the reasons I was invested in the story is because of how gruesome it is. I think yeah. it being so gruesome is really smart. So at the end, let me just see her severed head. Let, let, yeah. Let's yeah. have Brad Pitt see her wife severed. Obviously, this sounds awful. But when you watch the movie, you want to understand my point. I just want to see her yeah. severed head. If I see her severed head, then I think there's more emotion. There's more reaction. And Brad Pitt, I think, delivers better lines. But also, because we don't see her... I'm inclined to think he might be lying to a degree. He might be, who knows, he might be faking it or something or stuffing it into like a fake head or whatever. Like it, it just seems like an ending that is just, it just seems wasteful. It feels like we spent two hours watching or one hour and 50 minutes watching a really good movie. And then the last 10 just ruin it completely. And it makes it feel wasteful. It makes it feel like we've done nothing for two hours. And it, it's disappointing because of how... I mean, Brad Pitt had some bad lines, yeah, but I thought all of the three main cast members were great in general, for, especially for the time. But also, I know the whole thing with Kevin Spacey, and, and I will never forgive him for that. But that man's acting chops is stupid. It's so good. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's... It's unbelievable how good of an actor he is. And I, I didn't watch a lot of House of Cards, but my mom watched a lot of it and told me about kind of his acting style. And then I, my experience with, with Kevin Spacey actually really begins in COD Advanced Warfare. As weird as that sound, yeah. he's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah, he's incredible in that game. He's absolutely incredible. Uh, it's one of my favorite performances of his. Yeah. Minus House of Cards. But then it's like, bro, this guy's such a good actor. And it doesn't excuse what he did before. All the crap that he's done. It doesn't excuse it at all. But damn. I mean, his... He... Yeah, that that was insane to me. Baby uh, Driver's a good example. Yes. Another great example. of He's just such a good actor. It's, uh, it's, it's really hard for me to separate kind of his acting chops from everything else. As it should be hard. Because, ugh. But, damn. That's just that's just amazing. Pretty bad. Yeah, it 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 that stuff's pretty bad. But damn, he he's an insanely good actor. Uh, but yeah, Shane, he's amazing. Shane, Shane, it's a it's a six for me because of the ending. I just wanted to see Granite Paltrow's severed head. It makes more <laughs> sense. It makes more sense in the context yeah. of the story. It does. It does. It and makes you know what, so you... much more sense. Is have Brad Pitt look at the damn box. And you know, no, I, I agree. And you know, you know what, you know what, too. It's just like it. It felt like at that moment, having you know Kevin Spacey's John Doe character explain it, like that doesn't need to be explained. If you just show it, that picture shows a th- is explains more than what he could ever. You know, a picture's worth There's a thousand words. words. Thank you. It's like that. That that it would have been better to show that than than to have him explain it explain what's in the box that's kind of a stupid way of doing it to me that's why i am in the same boat 
you know, show me the severed head. You'd, you're no problem showing me everything else in that movie, but then when it came to that, you wouldn't you're show. You're not it. showing it. You're not. You're yeah. not doing what you've did for the entire damn movie, which make me almost puke the whole time. So you're not gonna make <laughs> puke one last time to make it all make sense, bruh. Yeah. See. <laughs> So this is where we differ. Um, <laughs> you know, you had, a, you had a fun time eating junk food, and then it just came to that. No, I mean, see, I watched this movie, and you know, it was going along, and I was like, okay, I mean, this is fine. I mean, whatever. But then the ending. Well, I do agree. I wish we would have seen her. As gross as that is. The ending, I was like, that's genius. What? <laughs> With, yeah, because think about it. Because the entire movie, he's been going around killing all these people with the motivation of the seven deadly sins, right? And I was, I was expecting him to kill her eventually, right? But what I was not expecting was for the final two sins to be them. That to me, I was, I was like, whoa, that just blew my mind. Okay. Um, I, I guess, but here's my problem. Just remove her from the movie and do it a different way. She doesn't need, like Gwyneth Paltrow's character does not need to be in this movie how at all. Do it though. I don't know, but don't do it that way. Get rid of her character entirely. It's like either give her more screen time so it makes more sense at the end, like Brandon said, or get rid of her character entirely and do it differently. Hell, kill off kill off uh, Morgan Freeman's character and it makes more sense. Yeah, that that would like, that would be that, that would make great sense. He isn't Well, I mean I guess, but he's not like as attached to him as he is to her. I well well but we're not we're not seeing the attachment of the husband and wife. We're seeing the attachment of Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Right, and, kind of. And I mean, what felt what felt weird too is that, like, in the scenes where they were together, it felt like there was tension between them. It didn't feel like there was a happy home there. So it was no, like, but I mean, it was, but like, I felt like they they were more. I felt like they were better connected than him and. Morgan Freeman were they seemed like they didn't really like each other to me. Well, by but by the end they were very connected. Yeah, see that. that oh, that's I mean, what yeah. But also, like Shane, this is this is movie trope. This is crime movie trope one hundred and one. Have a love interest, screen time for five minutes, and then kill her off. It's just fridging. It's the worst kind of fridging. You have to think about it though, because this was in this was in the nineties, long before. That had become like yeah. Th this was more shocking overdone. back then than it is now. It yeah. Yeah. This that that's I mean, why I, that's why I, I mean get there, it. there's I get it. like there there's there's I mean I'm not saying you guys are wrong of course but like th there's saying, a reason that saying, this is I'm not saying you're necessarily no, wrong no, no. either like I I'm, I'm no I know I'm, I sound because I'm I, just trying to be what, like yeah. No, no I because what I mean is like you know this movie is. You know, n number nineteen on IMDb all time, like for a reason. You know, um, 
which I think that's what it is. Maybe it's number 20, but it, regardless, um, that's very high. Um, and, you know, like, when we had to watch this movie in my film class, and uh, there were, like, 30 of us in this particular class, and only one person gave it, like, a meh review. Um, and everyone else gave it, like, you know, an A or a B, basically. Um, which I'm kind of in, like, the B camp. <laughs> um, you know, because I, I do think... I do think at times it's a little bit slow. Um, but, you know, like Brandon, you were saying with the desert, with the <laughs> the drive out there, it was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, we got it. You know. Like today, please. Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, some other instances as well. But, um, and, and yeah, then you were saying as well that Brad Pitt wasn't necessarily didn't necessarily give his best acting performance here, and I would agree with that. I don't think it, you know, this was like <laughs> anywhere close to his best work. Um, but, uh, but I mean, overall, uh, I think for me, it just you know, it, it felt like a crime drama. And then that twist of having them be the final two sins to me just was really interesting. Um, and that's kind of what that was kind of the, the WTF feeling I had. I was like, Whoa, you know, um, but that, that was definitely like when we did watch it in class and everyone liked it, that was still, you know, the one part where everyone was like, Hmm. <laughs> um, you know whether it was for good or for bad, because it is. Regardless of what you think about it, it is. You know, it's a, it's a very big moment, <laughs> for many reasons. Um. So, anyways. Again, I don't necessarily disagree with with your thing, Shane. I'm just like, I'm the thing that pisses me off about the ending is I just want to see your head. And I think Morgan Freeman's <laughs> yeah. lines and his Morgan no Morgan Freeman in like his particular role in that scene is so damn unnecessary. It's just not needed. It's just like let the package come to him and let him open it and let me see his head. Let me, or let me see your head. Then I'm good. Then this movie's a nine. But. To, for him to just explain it on and on and on. It's like, I get why, but it, it makes me think she's still alive. I'm sorry. That That's just kind of how I felt about I don't think, it. I, I, don't, I don't think he would lie about that, though. He would, but he would, but okay, but then, but then here's, here's where I, here's where I'm thinking. Because I think actually what ends up happening is Brad Pitt's character goes to jail for killing him. So... I, well, yeah, I, that is what happens. That is what happens. So his entire intention is just to get him to go to jail. So, so then, 
then why 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 do it then? Like what why just get the wife done? Wouldn't it be more demoralizing for him if he fakes it, kills ha, makes you know the Kevin Spacey's character has him kill him, so Kevin Spacey's character doesn't exist, and then he goes to jail, and then he realizes nine months later, oh she's still alive, she has a baby, and I'm in jail for ten years. That's that's more demoralizing for his character than oh she's just fucking dead. It's just it doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I he doesn't complete actually, the seven sins like he wanted to. I guess that was his whole goal. But isn't he still the seventh sin, even if he's still alive? Because my whole thing is like Brad Pitt's character is one. Of the no, because then so then he's still the seventh sin, right. With going to jail. No, but but if he never killed the wife, she was one of the sins. What sin is the wife? What did the what did the wife? Do? Oh, wait. Well, no, no, he's the. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Kevin Spacey is is envy. Yeah, what did the wife? You're right. You're right. What did the wife do to deserve this shit? It's it's just so that. And see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the only here's the only hole you would have in having her still be alive. Uh, Like if you were to do it that way, let's say, is that you would have a false sin then, because then he wouldn't really embody envy then, would he? No, because he know? would still kill him because he's envious on what he thinks he did. So that's still envy in my book. But then when you have, and I, I'm th- I'm just trying to think like, it, to me, still keeping her alive doesn't make sense. Like I guess she that's was fair. Like, because she was set up to die from the beginning. But but my, so, but my whole point, but my whole point is, you could easily make, you can't easily make this case. But the the fact that we don't see her, just makes me think it's kind of an open-ended question. Yeah. More than, that's more my, than it needs yeah. to be. Because the, the last scene was the diner scene, wasn't it? No, the last scene of her is, is, is Brad Pitt saying I love you to her in bed. That's her last What's scene. It? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know, because that's just added in there. For some dumbass reason, doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that that was weird too. Like just to have a scene like that, and I, I well, didn't feel like they had any chemistry because of that scene. Also, Shane, I have a I have an audio question for you. I have an answer, maybe, probably. <laughs> What's the point of them having a house with the subway just rolling through, other than to make that joke? Do you think it has any significance, or do you think they should have just not had it in there? Um, I have never thought about that. <laughs> it's gotta, it's gotta, it doesn't seem necessary. Be, it doesn't seem necessary to me. It's gotta be a metaphor for something, no? Maybe. That was my thought, and that's why I wanted to ask Shane, and Brandon, you can chime into this if, if you think it... There has to be something to that, right? It's not just added in for effect. Does it just... Hey, I mean, something that intentional to- would... Would definitely. Um... I'm gonna Google this. Is it because she explains later that oh I hate this place and isn't part of why she hates the place the subway thing? Is that why? That that just seems too shallow. Hold on. I mean, maybe. 
Again, I don't hate this movie. I just think my problems with this movie are pretty, pretty deep. Like, I still like it, but this movie to me has a lot of issues. And one of them's the subway, and one of them's the ending. You gotta, you gotta dig on Reddit for this now. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, the subway to me is more or less just like a throwaway thing. I was like, okay, whatever. But I think everything in this movie is intentional. I think every scene has an intention. So why does that... What, what's Well, the... yeah. I don't know. I th- Who cares? I feel like a lot of people are saying the same things in the comments. That they're saying that this was just a moment to like lighten up the situation. Almost like a, a comedic relief. So... If you live in that house underneath a subway... Is that comedic or is that just horror? Because I would hate that. No, that's horror, but for, for people watching the movie, that's comedic relief. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I, that's, that's what a lot of people are, seem to be saying. Like, everybody's just saying, like, that just is what it is. Like, but there's got to be a deeper meaning than that. It's like, the, the, you don't put stuff in movies like that for I mean, no It's David reason. Fincher. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He always has a deeper meaning. <laughs> Yeah, there's gotta be there's gotta be significance to that. Either way, so I give it a six. Brandon gives it a six and a half. Shane, what's your what's your out of ten rating? I'd say an eight for me. That's fair. Um, that's fair. That's honestly fair. Yeah, I mean it's not like like I said, I don't love this movie. I just think it's worth discussing for several reasons. <laughs> I think it's definitely um, it's definitely the kind of thing. It's definitely one of the movies where you know you've had this thing with with the pod with us doing this of like hey movies that we can have discussions about or disagreements, and I think this one is very clearly one yeah. of them, and for a lot of different reasons. So yeah, and especially since like. For the most part, it's really well-liked, but then, you know, there are, yeah, I mean, like, the issue of show and don't tell, uh, definitely a bit of a problem there at a pretty pivotal moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's, um, I mean, still, it's, it's. In it, it has influenced a ton of movies in modern cinema. Um, so there's also that also aspect of it. It's also influenced fridging. I'm just gonna say that fridging. Well, I mean, I guess. But that's the um, negative part. But yeah, I think it's definitely in, as you said, like it's influenced a lot of crime dramas to this day. I think. I mean, like. Yeah, the Batman is basically almost a copy of this with the whole Riddler thing, and just just, just with a happier ending. They, yeah, <laughs> and like the yeah, and the different ways that he finds people and uh, what he does to them and um. You know, kind of the discoveries they make about it along the way, and um, and then catching him, you know, two thirds of the way through, and then the real big 
actual conflict is coming a little later and they just don't realize it in a different bit of a different form all that thing um but you know yeah that's that's that in a nutshell yeah. as they say uh <clears throat> yeah for for next week what do we say we're doing like a historical war movie for napoleon coming out so what's the film that you had in mind well, I wasn't going to do a war since we already did a war movie. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking of a Holocaust movie. <laughs> um, and it I is... Like I feel like we've done so many depressing things. Like, well, last week was, was happier. But this, I feel like we've done more depressing yeah, the... things. Well, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, most movies are. Oh, um, yeah, sadly. <laughs> um, but this is like... This would be the last one, I think. Because um, the ones I have in mind coming up are uh, more uh, more uplifting. More joyful as we get into the holiday season. Um, but, I mean, we can, you know, we can certainly, like, skip this. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, don't want to... I don't want to torture you guys. Oh, good. I like movies. I like different kinds of movies. Well, all right. Um, yeah, you were saying that you had a guess as to what it was, Brandon. Yeah, what's what's your guess? I thought it. See, I thought I did, and then the more I think about all the different kinds of like, see, my brain was like. Oh, like thinking about the Holocaust. I was thinking, I don't know why, because it's it's not <laughs> it's not the Holocaust. But I don't know, my mind just just started thinking of like Nazi Germany based movies. So like, mm -hmm. I was thinking of like Valkyrie, and then <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, it's definitely not Valkyrie. And then my mind went to what the hell was it uh wait i have a guess yeah go ahead life what's your is, guess life is beautiful 1997 no dang okay yeah then i, then I thought <laughs> of like and then i was like well it's, it's not gonna be a brad pitt movie since we just did one so i was gonna guess fury but it's not fury um like i think all my guesses were based on like something like, you know, but I think, yeah, uh, because you know what else I would have guessed? I also would have guessed Inglorious Bastards, but, <laughs> but when I, damn, when I thought about it, I was like, I can't think. It's not that. Like, yeah, no, I know. So I was, like, I was trying to think of like every like German movie I could think of. So at this point, I think I ran out of out of ideas. So I thought I had an idea, but I really didn't. So just tell us what it is. Hey. Um, called the boy in the striped pajamas. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I know that movie. Damn it! I, I don't know. Um, that didn't cross my mind. That didn't cross my mind, but I know that movie. I haven't seen this, so I'm actually excited for this. 
Yeah. I watched it in English class my sophomore year <laughs> for the first time. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, I, I really like it. It's, it's very sad, obviously. Um, and I hear that there's a twist in it, too. There is. There is. There's what in it? Um, a twist. Oh. Ooh, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, without, without spoiling anything, um, I just think it's a great look at, since it's through the perspective of a child, I think it's a really good look at something like World War Two and, um, or the Holocaust, or you know, any messed up historical situation. And it's like, you know, what what does a child who doesn't really know what's actually going on, what do they think about all of it? And just how people, like adults, were, um, were you know, just how they were able to be brainwashed into this horrible agenda um and the people within the country who were very against it you know um because of course they were the nazi party in germany but didn't mean everybody supported it in germany um and i think it's cool that this movie explores that a little bit as well um so we can do oh, that, yeah. or if you want something a little more lighthearted, uh, we could do uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, um, I love that movie. I love Jojo. Yeah, I, I mean that one. That one's not as uh, thought provoking as <laughs> um, as this one, I don't think. But it's but it's so good. I mean, it's you, you know, it's yeah. a lot more. If we do pick it's definitely Jojo, more fun. If, if we do pick Jojo Rabbit, drink wine to it. It's a great wine movie. <laughs> oh, see, that's, yeah, you, you, you two can have fun with that. I'm the non-alcoholic, so I I don't drink either. I'm the only one. Oh, there I'm one. Drinks. Oh, okay, so yeah, wow. you it's, an, it's an excellent it's an excellent white wine movie. It's so good with white, <laughs> white wine. wine. <laughs> I'm serious, oh it's goodness. a great movie with white wine. Like, I had white wine drinking, and I was like, wow, this is perfect. Oh, my God. Hey, you sound like a woman saying that. <laughs> this is this is a, a YTT movie. Oh, I know this I know this guy. This guy directed a couple of my favorite shows Four and things. movies. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I, your pick, Brandon. I'll do either one. Uh... The good thing is, I think about hold on, wait. As I look, I'm gonna look it up real quick just to see the running times for both movies. Um, <laughs> now nah, they're both roughly an hour and a half. Um, see, I remember the Jojo Rabbit's a little longer, I think. Yeah, like it's like ten more minutes longer. Um, yeah, but I know that. See, we did, we did a comedy drama last week, but also 
it's got like this is has more glowing reviews than the boy in the striped pajamas and everybody had issues because the boy in the striped pajamas apparently is not an accurate representation of the holocaust like there 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 was like some events that they kind of misinterpreted or mis misportrayed um well yeah cuz it's through the events of a 9-year-old child yeah or through so the yeah. eyes of a 9-year-old child yeah yeah, but yeah, no, it wasn't the way the story was told. It was like some of the things that they that they tried to explain, I guess, from like the outs an outsider's view, like outside the of their thing was like kind of like because it was it was like it was part partially produced I think by Walt Disney, I think. No. Um. But, damn, I don't know. Uh, uh I mean, oh, God. I like I like Aza Butterfield because I like him from Ender's Game. Um, damn. But see, I like I have a comedy drama about 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 Nazi Germany is interesting. I'll say it's pretty damn funny. Like it's probably the it's probably the funniest one we will we have done so far if we decide it. I kind of want that just because I want to be able to laugh at something. But after after <laughs> after what we've done. Yeah, after after doing mostly you know gut wrenching movies outside of Coda, so um, and even that to a degree I had some really sappy moments. Like I, I want to be able to, I, sh- I, w- I want to be able to laugh at something, like really, really laugh at something. Yeah, then I would do JoJo. I think JoJo's worth it. Then. All right, so here's what happened: this is a boy in a striped pajamas. Now, kid, boiling, no. <laughs> do it, do it. You won't. Oh, God. Jesus. The Oppenheimer bomb drops on all of them. <laughs> Wait, are you guys excited to watch the Barbenheimer movie? Oh, don't no. even go there. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> and then the week, the week after that, I was wanting to do Lost in Translation. Um, you actually gonna blow up Barbie's dream house? Which yeah. is sort of here. Which is sort of a dramedy. I, yeah. Oh God, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. Please, don't wish that into existence, please. Wait, the Barbenheimer movie? Yes. You know they're already working. <laughs> it's it's about to get done. But why? Who the? What's that? Oh my God. Oh, why is our culture just based on on memes now? Oh my god. Alright, Brandon, pick a film. Let's go. No, I did. He did. Are we doing JoJo? What are we doing? Yeah, JoJo. Oh, we're doing JoJo. Let's if you go. weren't scrolling Instagram, you'd pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yes, yes, because I absolutely want to laugh at the boy in the striped pajamas. Bro. Bro, uh, speaking of laughing, did, did you see what the Browns did with Miles Garrett today? No. With the helmet? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I was thinking of doing Lost in Translation the week after. I've never seen that. Which is like... It looks interesting. It's, you know, like, I, I feel like it's what Licorice Pizza was trying to be, but just failed miserably. Oh, this is like a better version of Licorice Pizza? I mean, in my opinion, yeah. yeah. Licorice Pizza's disgusting. 
I hate that movie. It's, I I yeah. still don't understand what people saw in that film. You you've said that you said that every week. Every time we have a post credit scene, you say it every week. How much you hate that movie? I because I hate it. <laughs> we might just watch it. I mean, to, to be talk f- about how much I hate it. Yeah, but see, see to be fair. Yeah, but see, if we watch it, it's just going to be you going on a 45-minute rant about how much you hate the movie. fucking hate it. It's so bad. It's so gross. It's a 50-year-old ever... marrying a 30-year-old. Fucking disgusting. Well, they're not marrying, but... They're going um, to. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've only ever... I've only ever... Uh... Talk to one person who actually enjoyed it. I think most of the people who like it are just snobby critics who are like, "Oh, it's brilliant." Wait, can you repeat to me why that person said he liked it? He just thought it was funny. That was pretty much it. What? Uh, How is that movie funny? The movie is the movie is literally illegal. And I said to and I and I said to him and I said. And I said to him, oh, did you watch it at Epstein Island? Um, Thank you, I was going to make that joke. Brandon, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think about Bernard Williams being cut from your team? Do do you have an opinion on the cut? No. 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 Nor nor do I care. he He was on your team and they cut him. Yeah, I know. I don't. I, I. have. I have no idea. Like, I literally had no idea who this dude was until it popped up in my feed yesterday, and I'm like, why is this a thing? And he wasn't even listed on the on the roster on Wikipedia, ESPN, nowhere. So I'm like, who the hell? Like, I doubt. I doubt even the freaking franchise knew he was on the roster. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous, bro. What are we doing here? Like, I, I, my God. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> because he was still on the roster. He was listed as a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, he is. Like, he actually has a Super Bowl ring. And this guy's last game professionally was in the CFL in 2006. That makes like, no sense, but it's hilarious. He has a Super Bowl ring. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like this dude was this dude only played one season in the NFL because he was suspended. He was suspended for violating the league substance abuse policy after his rookie season, and he never applied for reinstatement. Like, and like the what N- we- why did the NFL take so long to reinstate his ass? Oh my god! Oh, here here's a good story about him though. Oh. By the way, you know who is you? Do you know who his nephew is? Who? The great Eric Berry. No freaking way. That's his nephew. Huh. That's freaking interesting. Weird. And what, what a great uh, conversation that must have been. And it says here act, before you got cut. And it actually says here that as of this year, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, it says here in 2015 he stopped smoking weed because he was a big proponent of like weed. He stopped smoking in 2015, but then it, as of this year. Uh, he was working on his, uh, a psychology degree while he was also working. He's been working as a driver for Amazon, volunteer firefighting, and he's, he's been restoring old cars as part of his vintage car store. That's at least a good thing. 
Any, huh. any can answer his resume that he got cut by the Eagles this week. And he has a Super Bowl ring. So you know what? More power to him. I'm going to make a fun of him. More power to that man. Jesus. That's actually kind of a cool story. Wow. Wow. I, I, you, Jesus. What, 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 what is Philadelphia doing, bro? Like, how is this man? How is he still on a roster? He's At 51 years old. He's actually on an NFL roster. Oh, Jesus. What? Why? I, I, yeah, you brought it up. I, I, I looked at it quickly yesterday and I forgot about all about it. And then you brought it up. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I had to think for a second who he was. I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw this yesterday. Oh, God. You know what, though? More power to him. He's, 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 he's living his best life and he's now a part. He's now a, an Eagles <laughs> legend in some cases. So, you know what? More power to him. He's doing good for himself right now, apparently. So, and I mean, hey, his nephew's Eric Berry. I mean, he, he got to see his nephew shine. So, not bad. Not bad. We also saw the best thing in Zach Wilson's entire career, which is him falling on the turf. Turf monster. So, uh, good job, Zach Wilson. Go have sex with another mom. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Uh. Oh my god! Yeah, you tried your best, sweetie. Now come here and give Mama some sugar. But with that weird ending, um, that is it for Shane and Brandon and I for for Shane, Brandon and I for I think for pretty much the week. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving, y'all. Eat some good food. Buy some good gifts for Black Friday. This is the worst Black Friday sales in a very... Like, I say this every year. This one is bad. This has been really bad. So, hopefully you find something good for Black Friday. Uh, but happy Thanksgiving, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. And enjoy... Uh, <laughs> enjoy Taika Hitler. <laughs> I can't wait. But hey, enjoy, boy. This is gonna be a good, it's gonna be a good, pretty good week. Not gonna lie. A pretty good Thanksgiving. Have Thanksgiving oh, yeah. here and yours and your family. Uh, thank you all for listening to this, y'all, and uh, we'll see you uh, later next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys. Take care. Take care, everyone.